want to always be the most authentic version of yourself. I don't knock anybody that's working a nine to five job, but it's that employee mindset that I got a problem with. It's that mindset that makes you bury your gift, that makes you bury your call. Because I took your words, I took your energy, and I use it as protein. The very thing that you thought would tear me down or break me, it couldn't. If your why is greater than your naysayers, then you're going to persevere, you're going to push through, you're going to win. Your winning is the only response people need to hear. All you got to do is just win. I know some of y'all in relationships right now with your significant other and with your wife and you feel like something's missing. You got 24 hours to go to your significant other. I need you to say, how can I be a better provider? It's the male's perspective. Live. Love. Legacy. Let's get this work. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? It's your man, Words Taylor. Listen, we're back for another week with the male's perspective where we're teaching married men how to build an intentional legacy and as always you know i got the i got the squad with me all right, let's my go brothers right yeah. here we got the independent wealth specialist brother richard duncan oh, let's go God. let's go we in the building happy new yeah. year again let's go yeah happy new year let's get it and then we got Ren hazard the budget master on the call this morning all right let's go hey squad up what's good yo so we may actually have to shift this this podcast you all just a little bit here. I think this is a good, you know, lead in to kind of what we were talking about right before we jumped on. And I think this is a huge part of marriage, right? You know, Bible talks about anger, like be angry, but sin not, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I want us to kind of dig into, and the reason why is because, you know, wifey and I had a, a, a riff and I'm just like, ah, like I'm, I know she's irritated. We're both irritated, so we had to just kind of walk away for a second uh, and then, you know, kind of regroup. But I yep. think, you know, what I want to use our podcast is to kind of give that behind the scenes of like, yo, if your marriage will have, and we call it intense fellowship, your marriage will have some intense fellowship that yep. causes irritation and anger. Just so. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to cause a lot of, you know, but now it's like, how do we navigate how do we navigate that process? How do we, how do we get from that place of feeling like, yo, I was unheard, I was unheard, like it's your fault, it's your fault. To now, you know, how do we get back connected, right? And so this is something that I feel like, you know, in our ten years, we've always been able to do very well. Um, that's not to say that it it doesn't take time because that I'm listen. Sorry, you know, there's a time when um, look, I ain't talked to you for the next three days. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see? Oh, yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah. It's like uh, you go to sleep and there's that 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 line in the bed that's not really there, but that's one there. It's like, right, you stay on your side. Don't touch my toe. Don't, you know, I got to show that I'm still frustrated. I can't show any chinks in the armor or anything like that and walking past each other. Yep. Like all of those things. Like, uh, I know every married man that's listened to this has experienced this. You want me to kick that thing off? Let's go. So I'll kick it off. You know, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where, you know, uh, you know, my, my pastor, and you guys have heard me say it before, and I'll say it always, i always say it. He always says this. You want me to show you a good marriage? I'm going to show you one that has been to hell and back. Yeah. Okay? There's yeah. no way around it. Like, and it's interesting too, and it's and it's in those moments because last week, y'all remember, fellas, y'all listening today, and you didn't hear the sex episode we had last <laughs> week. Y'all want to get on that because, I mean, it's real because even in times like this where you have intense fellowship, we have to get we have to get to a spot where 
you know, even in this intense fellowship, you know, we still have, we're still obligated to, you know, to, to ex- have intimacy. We're still obligated to, you know, to, to reconcile, to restore, you know? And so one of the things that I do is, and this is what, this is what I've learned over, over a certain period of time is I try to, this is what I try to do. I try to be the bigger person and I try to find my fault first. It doesn't matter if, if man, man, and here's the hardest part because, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible where God talks about, he places, he actually places us reconciling like if we have an issue with somebody that's close to us he actually places that above worship like above offerings mm. like he he talks about in the bible where listen before you even bring me your offering i need you to make oh. amends make it right with that person first like don't mm. bring me that offering yeah, that's good don't mm-hmm. give me that offering if you got a whole bunch of unforgiveness a whole bunch of bitterness if you got conflict with your loved ones, get that right first. And so what God is commanding us is to make the first move. Mm. And it took me a long time, fellas. I'm telling you words and friend, like yeah. words let you know, like I, I, I try to be the, pe- I'm, I'm not, my favorite verse is bless all yeah. the peacemakers. I'm all about peace. Yeah, but one sure. thing I know for sure is it is difficult. And we do. talk about you being that peacemaker yeah, all the and time. It's, it's difficult, but I think words in the midst of that intense fellowship, I think if we can somehow figure out, okay, what can we take ownership in? And then once we take good. ownership, we then go and make the first move. Why? Because God talks about, and before we, and before this, this session is over, I'm going to, I'm going to find that verse. And I want to read it, but he talks about you making amends with that person before you bring me your offering. Mm. For sure. Like, For sure. so we have to make that first move. And sometimes, you know, it takes us to, to, to really go to a to a to a secret place to work past that anger to work past that resentment to work past that offense to figure out what did I what can I take ownership even if it's a small amount you take that ownership and then you go to that person and you make that first move. I think I think that's good uh, because we have to start recognizing and this is this is what I think causes that disconnect and makes the disconnect become resentment right or become that bitterness is because there's one person that's always feeling like, wait, how is this always getting turned or how is this keep feeling like it's getting turned on me and there's no ownership being taken? So now right. it's like now you're at a point where, you know, you're the one that's that's going to that, you know, um, going to run the forgiveness first. You know, so it's it's now looking like, OK, you have to take that step. But if you know for sure that both parties are going to take ownership because I, I you know you didn't get into an intense fellowship by yourself right you didn't, the disconnect wasn't caused by just one person it was both parties involved so we have to start getting to that place where where there's that acknowledgement of that like okay what okay what do i take ownership for and then what do you take ownership for because i know that there are parts in there that cause a disconnect right there there both parties are causing a disconnect right so we got to figure out or it's, it's up to us individually to figure out, okay, what was my part in this? Exactly, and right. Being, that that's really what's going to help the the forward progression. That's really going to help because you know once once you get into that intense state, all type of thoughts with men, yeah, all the you as long as you're in that state, your yeah. thoughts are now open to to oh, everything. Yeah. We've talked, Charlie. Like, oh, this is a real podcast right here. 
But we we've taught this about to be a real one. This is about to be deeper than, uh, we're going behind the scenes even for the sex, right? Right. But we've talked about like, man, bro, okay. Uh so we've talked about what what would happen if we just did the uh, you know, if we did separate, we just just do one week on with the kids, one week off, and uh, you know, how <laughs> so, so you so wait, so what you're saying is it's got so intense that You've thought in your mind, okay, if this for some reason if this doesn't work, like how do how do how do how yes. does it work with the kids? How do we yes. still figure you've things out? You played it out, right? Yeah, you you've played it out, bro. It's it, but what's happening is, you you know, we talk about your trunk being open. Like you you are now because you're in such an intense state, yeah. and you only can see your own hurt or frustration and all of those things. You would just you're. You you're in escape mode. Like I, right. I'm in. I need to escape. Like okay, let me explore all of my options. And the biggest thing, if if we practice running to forgiveness, then we can immediately close that, close that off. Like well, we're not going to be in escape mode immediately when amends is made. Those thoughts go away. Now there's still maybe some frustration, but now it's so right. about okay, let me mend my marriage instead of trying to figure out ways to to get out of it. Right knowing each other and knowing that when we come to make amends, both parties are going to find something to take ownership for. And you're not going to feel like, man, if I, and this is why I feel like people in marriages sometimes don't. Cause they're like, man, if I put myself out there and then I had, look, I had a guy was like, all right, bro, I did what you told me to. And, you know, I took ownership and I apologized. And she said, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was just, he was like, Bro, I just got mad all over again. <laughs> right. Cause, cause he, he, he didn't get the... Re- Go ahead, Fram. Yeah. Oh, no, and, and I know he's not... He's, I, and I tell him, like, don't do it for that. But there should be... There is an expectation. There should be an expectation in that from one another that, yo, I didn't just do this by on my own. Like, even, even if you're just taking ownership for... You know what? I, I apologize. I, I misheard. You know, um, and therefore, in my mishearing, I I did not respond correct. You you get what I'm saying? Even if it's something simple, that was there was something in there that both parties engaged in that caused this rift, right? Don't get and don't get it misconstrued, bro, because it's not is it when you when you dealing with these intense fellowships, man, it's not easy understanding where you've gone wrong. A lot of times yeah. what happens, man, let's, let's just get to the core. Only time you, you, you start having these intense fellowships because both parties feel like they're right, right? You got yeah. a, you got yeah. a clash of two worlds that are coming together with probably different perspectives on a situation. And so, <laughs> and so now, you know, when, when you, when you want me to apologize or find or, or hold myself accountable for my actions, when I don't think I'm wrong, it's because this is, you know, th- this is what I, what I'm thinking. And so, you know, when, when I know when when me and my wife, we engage in these things, you know, uh, it's, it's usually because of two things. Right. Well, I mean, the, the most important thing in a relationship is communication somewhere along the line. bro, I did not communicate effectively. Right. right. Or communicate yeah. enough. Right. Where she could understand. And at some point it has come to a head where now I need to understand that we both need to be held accountable to the fact that, boom. We didn't communicate. So that's that's number one for us. Right. OK. Accountability. Yeah. Where was there a um, a misunderstanding or where was the separation between us to get us to this point? 
what did I communicate effectively? Right. Because otherwise, bro, you know, I mean, we talked, we, we talk a lot about don't let your ego find out. Man, I my ego will get my pride will get so far oh, goodness, in the way. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, we do yeah. start thinking about you know separating the house, separating the cars and the kids and and all that other stuff because now it's like yo, I'm not wrong. She don't feel she wrong, but I know she wrong. So therefore, now I'm going to stand my ground. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and, and let me exactly. and let me comment to that too, real quick, because exactly. I think that no, that's real good though, Ram, for real, because it's like, and that goes backwards to the gentleman that you was talking about. That was like, yo, like I air myself out, like yeah. I, you know how hard it was for me, and for any men that are on this call, it's like, yo, it, it was very hard for me to get to this place where. I just, I was vulnerable. Mm. I, I admitted my shortcomings. And all you're going to hit me off is, is a thank you. Right. And so the one thing, <laughs> one thing that's, one thing that's true, like one thing that's true. One of my favorite verses, if y'all heard me say this before, is Proverbs 25, 21. He said, if your enemy's hungry, give him some food to eat. If they're thirsty, give him something to drink. Mm. And why is he saying that? He's saying that because sometimes our, your wife is going to feel like she's your enemy. Right. But you still have to give her food. You still have to right. give her something to drink. Why? Because the sec the twenty second verse says, because in doing this, you will heap burning coals on their head, and the Lord will reward you. Right. Right. So you might not feel the reward right now because she still got a little some stank on her. Right. But you know the reward will still come. Like, I think, like, I think some, even breaking down that that burning coal on the head, meaning. God would then be the one that convicts them instead of us. Exactly. Mm, he right. would deal with her. I yeah. Think that's, yeah. And that's why it's important that we do have, you know, godly women, you know, and that's why it's important that we do have, you know, we submit to the Lord and the word and we have women that do now. We're all going to, we're going to fall short sometime. But what God is saying is like what you said, words like you, you just do, you just love, just do what I tell, just do what I need you to do. Like I'll put those hot coals on their head. And there has been times where like, I'd be, I ain't gonna lie. Like I'd be killing my wife sometime with, with straight kindness. Like, <laughs> and I do it on purpose because I know, like, I know this word. I'm like, I'm about to put these coals on that head. Like, <laughs> like I literally say that to myself. Yeah. I'm like, it, I will literally go have some self-talk yeah. and be like, you know what? There's nothing she's going to say to me. I'm going to be so kind. I'm going to be so loving because I know in, I know in Colossians 3.14, I'm always supposed to wear a garment of love at all times. Mm. And that's the only way I'm protected. Like love is what conquered the grave. So I'm pretty sure if it conquered the grave, it can conquer this little conflict that I'm having right now with my spouse. For sure. But I think ultimately, fellas, this is good because when this conflict like this, when this stuff comes up, and again, any man that's listening to this call, you're going to have conflict with your wife. If you're engaged right now, you might be honeymooning. All that stuff is cool. Maybe you ain't even farted around your significant other yet. Y'all so fresh. But trust me, you're going to get broke in and these things will come up. Yeah. But when it does come up, we have to we have to seek resolution. We got to We have to resolve it because words, you know, this stuff, it blocks our, when we have conflict with our spouse. It blocks our fellowship with God yeah. and it also blocks our happiness. Our favor. Yeah. And this, yeah. And it just creates a, uh, just the energy that is not conducive to, to the momentum that we want in business. Exactly. Mm. I think, I think a key part though, um, in, in this, that I would, I would tell men to do, you know, how do you cure this? It's not about curing 
the intense fellowship and trying right. to avoid making it happen, but it's about having tools in place. Remember, mm-hmm. we talked about you know, giving you tools so you're going to build that intentional legacy. One of the tools that I have in place is I have friends, like my guys right here, that I can be real, like real, real. Oh, with. heck yeah. Right. So yep. we, I can say, I can, I can hit them up. If you don't have friends like this, then you need to find that, you know, you know, of course, join our community. But yep. but get, get around people that you can be honest with, that you can share your shortcomings with, that you can say, yo, um, yo, I've been having some thoughts. I've been having some thoughts about another woman. I've been having some things. And then your brothers can can not judge you, but help you exactly. to grow from. So when I hit Shard up, I'm like, man, bro, okay, look, look here. This is what we can do. Right. <laughs> you know, do you think I can still have my... All my people, my <laughs> followers, if, if we were, you know what I'm so, so even, even this, like, this is a key. This is a key that I want the men to hear. Um, you know, women, y'all, y'all can hear this as well, but here's key. Have a code word. Mm, yeah. Our code word is what? Yep. What is, the, oh, you, what want is say, you want me to say the code word? Yeah. What's the code word? Uh, our code word is ministry. <laughs> ministry. Right? So like, cause we said marriage is our ministry. So the code word. Oh yeah, is is ministry. If I text friend, oh, sorry, hey, if and he I text, said, here's the deal: if words text ministry, <laughs> then literally I have to stop, Bruh. or whoever texted, you have to stop what you're doing. Stop because it's there's there's stop. you know there's smoke, and when there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> right, okay? there's fire is and so and so. And, and and yeah, and when that and when that code word. Now here's the deal: we, he, the code don't come out. Frequently. No, no, no. Right. Once in a while. So I want y'all to understand, but it is a code because we're always going through things. But when it gets that intense, mm-hmm. then we got to stop what we're doing. But that's why, like the word says, iron sharpens iron. So does a friend sharpen a friend and having that accountability to understand because I'm going to let him get his thoughts out. Yeah. And there's no, And here's the deal. Any married man that will tell you they've never had thoughts about is this going to work? Are we going to really yeah. make it? Like, okay, well, right. if you stay have away kids, you haven't even thought stay about, okay, me. well, if I do the visitation, <laughs> let's see, well, do I, if I drop my kids off, do I actually step in the door or do I just drop them off at the front or do I have a third party, drop them off and then, like, like you will play that stuff through in your mind, you know, but at the same time, we also, we rebuke that and we will find scripture for sure, support for sure. and encourage one another because marriage is work. Yeah, but I think the it's dope work. part about it is we're going to let allow each other to at least get that, get it out. All I right. know, I know, I know it's not, I know it's not the ideal situation, but at least I can get out how I feel and not feel like, man, he's about to judge me. Or, or whatever, but it's going to be like, no, bro, I understand. I understand right now you're frustrated. That's your anger talking. That's your emotions talking. Yep, I get it. You know, all right, now, now, after you got it all out, we're going to make some jokes. You know, we call this getting in the car. Like, you yep. got to get, look, look, hit. if you have, you got to set, listen, friendships have to have rules to them, like, and, and boundaries and expectations. So I'm like, yo, Hey, bro, you got to get in the car with me. Don't, yep. don't stay outside of the don't car try to trying fix to coach yeah, hey, just try to We're just going to pray. Let's just pray. Like, yeah, nah. we're going to get to the prayer. We're not at prayer right now, though. Right. Let's be real here. I'm hot. Yeah. We're not at yeah. prayer. What I need you to do is get in the car with me. We're going to go drive. And I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking metaphorically speaking when I say car, like meaning right. get in so you can feel my energy. 
Right. Tell me how, oh, shoot, I feel, okay, bro, you're hot. I, I get it. I understand it. I can imagine it. I remember being there. Oh, cool. Okay, now, now it's okay. Now I'm you, open to receiving solutions. I'm Don't open to receiving, like, okay. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm like, okay, what, what, are you, what are you seeing? What, what's, right. what's going on here? Right. right? So we got to have that. But go but ahead. You, but you said something that was key, though, because you said we get into the car, and I want you to feel this energy, right? <laughs> and, and then you were talking about, like empathizing, I've been there before, right? Mm -hmm. But when mm -hmm. you get in the car with your homies, you got to make sure though they the right homies, because yeah. your your right homies who are who also have a foundation in Christ, they gonna they gonna sit there, they gonna say I feel you instead of saying, listen, bro, yeah, I don't even know why you with her. You know, yeah. right? Mm, uh, let's go. Cast like that. Yeah. Let's me, go. bro. I'm about to, we about to go over here. You know, I got a party I'm going to with a whole I bunch of other hundred. You homie, yeah, just come with me real quick. <laughs> right. I got yeah. right. take right. my mind you, off of this. Hey, hey, you don't get in the car with them, right? Yeah. Th those are the homies, right? That you just kind of you ride by and get that fist pump to, and you keep it moving. Yeah. Why you? Yeah. In, why you <laughs> in the car? Yo, because right. hey, hey, Rand, because real talk and that circle. Listen, guy, that that. That's gonna be very small, close, tight niche. Right. Yeah. Because trust and believe that there's people that you think are supporting you, they are betting that your marriage does not work. Oh, yeah, bro. Right. They oh, because yeah. it's gonna validate them. What's happening is your energy, your aura is reminding them of their lack of. Mm -hmm. So every time the longer you stay married is it's reminding them of how theirs failed or reminding them how they're not married or reminding them how they messed up their own relationships or their inadequacy. So That's people good. may sometimes subconsciously, I ain't even going to say they're consciously doing it, but they may subconsciously, you know, be in that space where they're like, oh, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to work out anyway. Like that, that may happen. And that's why we have to make sure we have the right fans in place and we have cold words. Like he, yeah, like, like, like Char was saying, like it don't come out often, but when it does, bro, I don't care if you, if you and your wife are, are having sex. If you, right. if you see that text and you get a glimpse of it, hey, you got to come out of it. And then you, I need you to pull out real me. quick, pull out and then get out of there immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, look, bro, you know, and, that's it, and, and you got to slide out of there and be like, "Yo, bro, uh, I just want to hit you up real quick, see what's possible." You know what I'm saying, right? And like, yeah, I need to uh, just okay, cool. Yeah, us, you know, hey, thing, I need about ten more pumps. Now. Let me hit you right. back, <laughs> or or speed the pumps up. Just hurry up and get the package now, and, and just you might have to hit a couple curbs. Just run over a couple curbs, deliver the package. And then, you know what I'm saying? Bruh. You know, but one thing that's interesting, though, is because um, I, I wanted to find I wanted to find that verse is Colossians 314. Just so y'all understand, mm -hmm. like, you know, when it comes to no one is immune to conflict or circumstances, you're going to have conflict, especially when you're married. You know, but one of the first one of the first things to do is to make that first move. And and let me show you what that verse is. This is. Matthew, I'm sorry, actually, it's Matthew 5, 23, 24. Mm -hmm. he, says, this is, he says, this is how I want you to conduct yourself in these matters. If you, in these matters, if you enter a place of worship and you're about to make an offering and you suddenly remember a grudge that you have, wow. abandon your offering. Wow. Go at once and first be reconciled with that person. Then and only then 
come back oh and work goodness. things out with God. Because with God, oh you can't work things out with me if oh you don't goodness, resolve that bro. conflict with your loved one. Mm, yeah, that's good, so bro. Because there's good. no because light and darkness don't mix. You can't fake stuff with God. You can't have all this conflict and think you're about to be right with God because He is love. So you better yeah, figure out yeah. a way. Go back, and that's why you know we talk about that first move. You making that first move. It don't matter who's at fault. You figure out what's. You figure out what you can take ownership for. And you do that, you know, and then always, of course, and ask for God's wisdom. You know, we've talked about, you know, conference tables and things of that nature. These things actually work. Schedule a piece. We're giving the tools. Right. Intervention. Bro, they're getting the tools. Yeah, they're getting the tools. I'm telling you right now, ask for God's wisdom. Like, have conference tables, meaning maybe you guys need to listen to some of the previous podcasts we talked about. And this is hard. Listen, just because you have the tools, that don't mean it's going to be easy. It's still hard work because... When you schedule a conference table, that means that you guys are both willing to, before you even begin to talk about the issue, in the midst of that intense fellowship, the conference table starts with prayer first. You Mm. gotta pray for that person. Oh, right. Remember that. Like that's not gonna be easy. And and it's 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 not, but you're very intentional because the end goal is resolution, is reconciliation, and that's what you have to stay focused on. Right, right. Right. And then, you know, and, and another part is, you know, and beginning with what's your fault. And that's why, like we said, you have to take ownership, begin with what's your fault. It doesn't even matter if if that person in your mind is ninety nine point nine percent wrong. You begin what's at fault because one of the one of the leading causes of conflict is self-centeredness. We're just naturally oh, make things about you, us. Are you just you just gonna teach on this one? Man, he's going all in. Hey, hey, you said give him a couple of tools. Let's get him in some tools then, fellas. <laughs> right. Because honestly, the first the leading cause of conflict is self-centeredness. It's what's going on on the inside of you. It ain't got nothing happening, got nothing to do with the other person. You just been taking so many L's personally that you maybe haven't vocalized that you might be even a little bit more soft to touch. You feel me? So we make things about, we make things about us, you know? Um, For sure. For sure. I want to make sure I didn't cut nobody off because I have two more points I'm going to make. Now go go ahead and make it. We good? Go go, go ahead and make it. Let me give them the tools. Let's give them the tools. Go go ahead. (laughs) You know, because at the end of the day, you know, and we got to make sure Fran talked about ego, right? Make sure your ego don't find out. Ego, pride, none of those type of things. Because basically, yo, shout out, shout out to to that podcast. Oh, don't that let po- your ego, yeah, don't let your yo, don't let your ego find out. Yes. that's that's our highest streaming podcast right now. Right, yeah, that that joint is that's shout out to that. We we reference that one a lot. But go ahead. No, that is yeah that 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 was the don't let your ego find out. And that joint, I remember that thing was that thing was banging. You know because. Yeah. You know, at the you know, one of the things that I found out when you begin with your fault, um, I didn't realize, fellas, until about really about seven years in in my marriage, I wasn't even apologizing right to my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm a grown man thinking I know how oh, to apologize. You, you one of those? Are you one of those? Like, well, I'm sorry, you. I'm sorry, you mad. I'm right. sorry you got mad. I'm sorry if. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I was that dude. Well, I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. Mm. Right. Apology. I'm sorry if if I made you mad. I'm sorry if. That's not like, no, the correct way to apologize is, you know what? Hey, sweetheart, I'm sorry that I made you mad, that I was the reason for you getting angry. I'm, right. It was because of me 
not getting my stuff done, like me not fulfilling my word, I told yeah. you I was going to get these things done earlier today, which now you're upset with me about that. And that right, stuff is right. valid. And I'm sorry yeah. for not following my word and not and, and for not doing what I said I was going to do, which ultimately yep. led you to being angry and frustrated with yep. me. Will you accept yep. my apology? Yep. You feel me? Yep. Like that because right then, there? But, Go ahead. Because in, in that type of apology, the person knows that you fully understand why I'm upset and what what caused the opt in the first place. So, because when you just hit them with the, even if you just hit them with, I'm, I'm sorry, my wife and I, we always, for what? Because the, the I'm sorry is not even necessarily as important as the acknowledgement of how your words or your behavior made me feel. You know, right. that that's the key thing. So you, you not following through on your word made me feel unheard, which frustrated me, which caused me to not, you know, it, it helped, didn't help with trust right. and all of those things. So now I'm struggling over here with these things all because you told me something you didn't go through with it. So yeah, when you come back and apologize, it should be, you know what? I did say I was going to do that. I apologize that I did not follow through on what I told you I was going to do. Um, and my action caused your frustration. So well, and here's what's crazy about that, words, And this is why it's hard to do that, if we're honest, because sometimes we feel like the way they're popping off, it doesn't... Oh, like, my you, goodness. You, you hitting too... Like, you you kind of like... Yeah. It, I don't feel like what I did deserves what you... How you <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, that's yeah. for real. It's like the way hey, you're thank you for validating right me, now, Shark. <laughs> I said, thank you for validating me real quick. Okay. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, I don't feel like what I just did is calling for all oh, yeah. this. I just ate the last of the macaroni. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so, but what it is, again, y'all, we talk about consistency compounding, right? It's not just that. There's been a lot of consistent things compounding because maybe we haven't been apologizing Maybe we haven't been doing so many uh, things certain uh, specific way, which is causing that buildup to where you're just now what you're seeing is you're seeing you're getting that buildup. The bomb is blown up. Basically, now the wick is gone. The bomb is blew up. (laughs) And so you're trying to figure out, babe, all I did was no, there's resentment. You're feeling resentment. The bomb is exploding. That's what's happening right now. And you try to figure out you still blinking. And you're trying to figure out why she's acting this way, which is causing you to not even self-reflect now. Right. Right. I, I, I low-key take... feel like, yo, you can't have both. You get to blow up and you get the apology. <laughs> it's like, come yeah. on now. <laughs> like, hey, you know, that's, <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie. Words, that's hard. That's not easy to do because it's like, yeah, like you said, you get to snap off and I have to let you snap off. Oh, I gotta now take it so you gonna sun me. That's oh, what it feels good. like. Yeah. So I got to take the pop off and then I got to still let you calm down and then find fault and apologize. <laughs> that. You mean to tell me I can't clap back? I mm. can't clap back right now? Come and on. what God is saying, no, you can't clap back because somebody has to step up because you go ahead and clap back when that God is explodes. saying, I'm the clap back king. Exactly. I'm let me clap, clap back. You go mm-hmm. ahead. And, you go ahead and clap back in the midst of that, and you gonna hey, you gonna blow up even more stuff now because now you got to get your little stuff out. You got to get your little feelings out. You know. Oh shoot! But but Ren, you Ren, you you celebrating what three years? Man, it'll be, be yeah, it'll be three years in August, man. Hey, you about to hit that three? Hey, hey, you eat 
You eating right now, bro? Cause you quiet. <laughs> hey, he quiet. Hey, it's not a bit, bro. Hey, listen, man. Bro. Listen, bro. I'm just sitting here, you know, trying to get these tools from you guys who who been in, who been in the game ten plus years, right? I'm oh, trying to figure out because, hey, because I'm eating some crow right now because I'm I'm the I'm the one who says, yo, I'm sorry if. I made you feel oh, this yeah. way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> apologizing right, bro. You don't know how to apologize. You're a grown man and don't know how to apologize. Absolutely. But here's, the, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We only know based off of what we were taught, heard, exactly. or seen. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So if you don't know how to apologize correctly, it's because no, yeah, Nobody nobody's, ever, nobody's ever apologized to Ferran properly. Right. Nobody's ever or taught him, you know. So, you know, last night I had to apologize to, to Ferran. And I did it the proper way. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's still, after the apology, he still hit me with a little nudge. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I got it. Okay, I'm going to just eat this one. <laughs> I'm going to just eat this one. Okay, we cool. But my apology was, you know what? I apologize, Ran. I shouldn't have, you know, I shouldn't have been snappy. My bad. Cool. I, I didn't give a, a justification. Oh, man, I'm just, I'm just hungry. I'm just, just, it was just, yo, I apologize. I shouldn't have snapped off. My bad. Right. And then we move on. And so so that's the way. That's me taking ownership over my behavior, but not, yo, I'm yo, I apologize. But next time. Oh yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> hey, words. I'm glad you said that too, bro, because like you you brought up a key point, man, because maybe no one apologized to us. Yeah, and, for sure. And sometimes we just try to say I'm sorry because we're just taught to say, tell them you're sorry. Feel me? Mm-hmm. And you say right. sorry, but then you come with that but. That but don't work. Like, because that means it wasn't <laughs> sincere. It wasn't received. That re- There's no receipt in that for the other person, right? Right, for sure. And so, and I feel like the but is a little manipulating. Oh, it is. Very it's like you come with the sorry, but then that's just to get your guard down. But now let me interject. Right. Put it, make my point again. Now I'm you. about to really tell you how I feel. Like, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm sorry, but now let's get to the meat. The meat is about Now let's meat. get to it. You know, right. Right. Then you're going to come back and you. be like, well, I said I'm sorry. It's like, wait. What? Right. <laughs> well, so, yo, and check this out. And here's the deal. You know, after you go with what's your fault, uh, now you have to listen for their hurt and their perspective. Here's an old Chinese proverb. It says, mm. seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Mm. So we have to now seek to understand, okay, what was it? What's happening with them that's causing them to be like this? Right. Right. And so you seek to understand before seeking to be understood, like figure out first. And that goes with the empathy that goes with just really you taking it away. It's not about you. Remember self-centeredness is the number one cause of conflict. So get out of yourself, get out of your feelings. Let me focus on, you now let me listen to your hurt and your perspective and here's the deal when they hit you with their perspective and their hurt it doesn't even have to make sense to you because this is where the breakdown is. <laughs> it's like because hey that's key hurt them you feel me words tell me yeah, no i'm with ain't true the things that hurt them it don't hurt you at it all it may not hurt me yeah, like it don't yeah, phase yeah. you yeah and that's a, and that's a conversation be, that wifey and i had was like so we used to say oh man you're being extra but now we acknowledge it. Yes. It may look extra to me because that's not my preference. But that's not to you. That's that's your preference. So that's not extra. And what I'm doing by saying, right. oh, man, you being extra right now is I'm actually discrediting your preference. I'm rejecting your mm. preference and mm. saying and I'm minimizing what you prefer. So although like, you know, 
like my wife again the little rift that we got in just got into right before this podcast and this 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 podcast has put hot coal on my head so <laughs> i'll be having a conversation <laughs> with her afterwards but her preference is but when you have some tasks for me can you please write those things down i'm like come mm. on you're being extra right just, i yeah. just i right. just told you what it was can you just right get it done exactly. she's like that's, that's not right. how i operate me i'm like she look look at this you did she writes it down and put it on the calendar i'm like babe come on just verbally tell me right so i could so i can hear it and that's how i prefer you see what i'm saying we Bruh. she, she oh prefers it yes. listen to this she yes. prefers hers like any type of communication well babe is it on the calendar did you write it down? Did you fill out the sheet that I created for when I when it comes to our business? Did you fill out the sheet? All of those things. And I'm like, babe, come on. Now I just told you what it was. She wants to Word. communicate with me that way. And I'm like, babe, just just verbally tell me. Okay, what do you need? That okay, cool. Now I'll put it, you know, in, in a note on my phone or something, and then I can go. Like, I you ain't gotta go through the process with me. So we're both presenting our preferences, and both of us are like, nah, but I ain't. I'm not honoring that. So when you say the other person is being extra, you're minimizing and discrediting their preference. Well, cause, and then what's happening is because I used to, I went through this season where my wife would say I was poo-pooing her. Like I wasn't taking like what your wife is saying, write it down. Like, babe, why write it down? Like I'm telling you right now, what's right. the point of doing that? Right. But, but the root of that is that makes them feel like right. you're listening to them. It makes them feel like you're like you're not valuing them because this, right. this is what makes me feel important. This right. is how I feel valued. This is how you can respect me. If you want me to do business with you, this is how you can respect me in order to do business with you. So if for you sure. don't have enough respect for me to write it down, this is how I operate and function. Then you don't respect me. And if you don't respect me, then I don't respect you right now. Exactly. And and, and not, then, not just that, but this is my process of how I execute and learn. I yes. don't learn how you learn. Exactly. I learned from being able to read it. My wife is a reader. She's a writer. Yep. So she's like, you're now trying to get me to adapt to your mm -hmm. style when, you, when it's you that needs something from me. <laughs> oh, let me stop talking about it. We got to end the podcast. I'm irritated. I'm irritated, bro. He's irritated. Listen, he's irritated. This is the coals. These are the hot coals. See, when you submit, when we submit to God and his word, he just has a way of just humbling us and just saying, you know what? Listen, you bet I'm I'm gonna show you what you need to do now. Stop right. focusing on that part. Like this is this is what you need to do right now. So words is feeling those cold because he's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm forcing her to move and operate like me, which would mean, yeah. and if she does do it that way, the quality oh, which yeah. is going oh, to perform mm -hmm. is now going to be subject. It's Come now on. going to be jeopardized because I'm forcing her to do it the way that I want. See, that's that self-centeredness. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's and we all fall short, bro. All right. So right are we now. are we done? Are we done? <laughs> this is my last. Here's, here's are we this. finished? Or are we done? <laughs> so now, so listen. Now that you confess and you've listened, you understand. Oh, now you now you just gonna stuff me. Seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Right now we're speaking the truth. You know, after you listen to the hurt, speaking the truth tactfully. Right, being slow to speak, listening to them, 
and then speaking those words because now words what you have to do is go back and be like you know what sweetheart um i'm really sorry for forcing you to to operate the way i prefer you yeah. know and me doing that is really causing some discomfort in how you perform and right. that's not right you feel me right. and at the end of the day guys the we focus on reconciliation not resolution just we we got to reconcile we have to make sure we're reconciling with that person that's the main goal right there so sure. regardless of all the conflict that we're going to have with our significant other when it comes up one of us have to be the ones to say we have to fo- okay we got to reconcile right away yeah. god says i have to do it we got to do it and so i'm grateful words that you was even willing to on this podcast be like yo this is what it is and you oh, even admit sure. like yo i gotta go words is words for you sure said, i gotta go make things right now with my wife oh yeah but you you things. know yeah that's one thing you know about me so like if if I get a second to process and then I, in my processing, I fully am able to see like, oh shoot, it's me. Oh, I'm, I'm correcting that ASAP. Exactly. Like I'm not going to get in my pride and just be like, oh, I don't care. Like once I understand what, like you said in the beginning, once I find the thing that I did wrong, then I'm immediately running for, to forgiveness. But mm-hmm. I just need, I, it's hard for me to do that when I'm in that, you know that trunk is open. I'm fiery red. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm heated. All I see is, oh my god, let me escape plan. You know exactly. So exactly. so then when I get to escape plan mode, it's like, uh, let me send a text. Yo, ministry, it's just yep. it's there. We in escape. <laughs> you know what I'm right. And now now I get to I get to kind of dump dump on the group, if you will, um, yep. and just but really just you know let my feelings out in the group. We, you know, we're going to turn it around. We're going to relate. We're going to make some jokes. And there's like, ah, okay. I feel bad. Hey, all right. So what, what y'all, what y'all thinking? How did I handle that? Oh, bro, right. Use, use on one. Okay, cool. Let me, you know, so that's the process. I, I think men in, in anger, you got to have a, you got to have a process women as well. But I'm just saying, period, there needs to be a process to how you're going to recover and get to that point of reconciling. Right. So, mm-hmm. well, well yeah. hey fellas. And, and, and I know, you know, we're kind of, getting to the end of our time but but before we go um man you know we talked about some things that we could do right some tools put some tools in our toolbox man some way we can go about some of these intense fellowships you know one of the things we talked about was you know reaching out to your brothers right yes. i know you know i was talking to somebody yesterday about you know how he and his wife actually go through these moments or or you know how, how they handle you know intense fellowships in the household he said listen we know that we need to take a 60 minute break right and then come back together right and so you know i just wanted to kind of get you know maybe get a listeners a little more some uh, some uh, some other perspectives on some things that you can do to kind of help you know equip yourself for these moments because they're gonna occur right we're not perfect we talk about it all the time on our podcast we've even talked about how we want how we empower our wives and we yep. value them, but yet and still, there's going to be those times where, in their minds, we've devalued their opinion, yep. um, and and you know their importance, and so then that caused that rift, right? And yep. so, um, so it's important that we constantly get fed. We continue to feed ourselves, but even us, we go through these moments, but we've equipped ourselves, so now we can hold ourselves accountable, and we do have steps to be able to get back. And 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 be able to handle that comp, uh, situation, and and men, you know, um, 
you know, the, those feelings between, you know, me and me and the wife or us and our wives. No, that's real. You know, and I think those all those all those tools and everything that you're talking about, you know, is is I feel like every man should have a tool belt, like you have the belt, but then put the tools in the belt and use them and know when and how to use those daggone things. And, and I agree with you, Ferran, as far For as, sure. you know, having that accountability, you know, one of the things. And if and if any of you guys, if y'all like some of the content that we had today, um, I actually had to do a teaching on this at church. So I have some notes that I can send you. I can give them to you, fellas, if you want some of that, because I pretty much gave you mm. from a tools perspective. I gave you the seven ingredients for resolving conflict for, you know, number, number one was you make the first move. Number two was you ask wisdom. Number three is you begin with what your fault is. Speak the truth tactfully. Fix the problem, not the blame. Focus on reconciliation and not resolution. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. So um, I think that was good for the final perspective that you both just hit. So let's get into the cool, not cool. All right. Um, I got a cool, not cool. Okay. Happened uh, this past weekend, Friday for date night. Bro, hold on All one right. second. You already <laughs> on silly stuff. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Ren, listen to this, bro. So <laughs> Both of our wives are pregnant. All right. Yep. Wives are already feeling, you know, a bit overweight. They're feeling less than beautiful, or what? You know, even though we may tell, we tell them all the time they're beautiful. They're they're not feeling beautiful, right? So there's a point where we had just finished watching a movie, um, great movie by the way, and so Daisy sis is. Looking at her husband, looking at Richard, and going, you know, you're a handsome guy. You, your cheekbones and color, your part, and like she is like complimenting my man to the fullest, and right. and she's like, you know, you're a great father. Like she is edifying, edifying to the fullest. And then he looks at her like and says, "Hey, babe, you got a little crust. Can you get the crust off your lips? A little bit? Can you lick your lips?" <laughs> So, uh, smash her whole self-esteem. Like, she's already, like, not feeling as beautiful. Like, complimenting him, and then in the middle of of her complimenting him, he points out a flaw. And was like, oh, babe, can you, okay, because you got a look. Can you just lick your lips real quick? (laughs) She she was like, she shut down immediately. It was like, seriously, babe? Is this what you're gonna do? And then he brings me, and he's like, "Don't worry, Rob. Yo, Rob has some too. I, I'm, I was gonna tell him to get his too. I'm like, bro, don't bring me into this right here. Don't bring me in. So, hey, was that cool or, or not cool, Red? Ran, was that cool oh or God. not cool for him to take that moment to tell his wife to lick her lips because they were crusty? Was that hey, the right bro. moment? Hey, first off, bro, you set it up. So, you know what I'm saying? The, oh, yeah. Words is he just hey. did some extra stuff. He hey, hey, we, hey, we're all biased to this opinion, right? Yeah, words this, is, this the cool, way words cool. set that thing yeah. up right there. He put all his hey, he alley ooped it for the knock cool, over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he alley ooped it. And I'm a LeBron James, the not cool, bro. I'm you going to do you going to I'm going to catch that thing and knock it all the way, not cool. Because you know how, bro, you know how I feel about. Sis, bruh, bruh, you know, uh, 
And, you know, she she's incredible. She's now bearing your fourth child. For sure. Um, she's pregnant with his kid. Man. Oh, word. You said enough. Right. Hey, just last week, bro, you was talking about how, you know what I'm saying, how she just... Just aggressive, bro. All, all over you. Just you know, you you know that one twelve song. We could do it anywhere, anywhere bro. You was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how she looked yeah. at you. And and man, she was she was actually trying to get that's you. That's probably in that what moment, he was bro. doing. You know, bro, what that's saying? probably he was probably shutting down the moment. He saw what was happening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He said, "I done not seen this story too many times. Let me let me let me go ahead and let her know that that hey, that crush right there that that's that's not it right now, babe." That's not. <laughs> so, Shark, so, uh-huh. uh, where you think, Shark? Is this if this is this a cool or not cool situation right here? So I'm gonna go with the not cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go. go with the not cool, but um, but since you put all your little extras, your little extra behind the scenes and deleted scenes all over this, okay, Bruh. I'm gonna go. With, <laughs> first of all, I am gonna go with the not cool, you know, because my wife okay. was, okay. you know, she was definitely edifying, venerating all of that, and I'm that type of dude where, like, I am that person that I get told thank you a lot because I've seen people. With a straight, I'm talking about a, I'm talking about a bat, a big Batman in the cave, like <laughs> all in they joint. And they talk, it's right there. And I've, they've had five conversations with people who will look at them and not say anything. I'm that person who will let you know, hey yo, hey player. Uh, even in the midst of oh, you yeah. passionate about what you're saying. I oh, sure. He's hit me off a couple times. Oh, yeah. I hit words. I'm like, hey, words. Like, yeah, bro. I know you, 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 you were like, you were spitting some fire, but, bro, you got something in this. Is I can get that right Here's thigh. the thing. He's not doing it for your benefit. He's doing it for him because he don't want to look at it while you're yeah, talking. Yeah, I don't want to see that, bro. Like, I, I don't want to see because, especially if you're passionate and you're, and you're about to talk for like five minutes. I can't focus on what you're saying because I, I want to get in there and just pluck your nose myself right now. <laughs> and so I, I do that. That's, those things throw me off. So my wife was talking. I just couldn't help but notice there was just a little piece of dry skin under her lip. And I just needed her because I like what she was saying, but I need to just lick it real quick. Just hit that and then get going. And then we can finish well, this. But just lick bro, that he could just, just Let, put some let's juice. give him I mean, that, that patch needed some I put some <laughs> juice on that thing. Let's okay. let's give him another way he could have went about it. Well, he okay. could have licked his own lips. I did that. I and then, that, bro. No, you could have licked your own lips, got them nice, you know, a little 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 damp, and then went on ahead and said, Thank you, babe, and then kissed your wife and allowed your damped lips to touch her. That would have killed mm. I didn't but I didn't want to see that little piece of dead skin. See? Like, that, bro. <laughs> like I need that off there. That's gotta come off. Bro. We gotta get uh, yeah. that right there. We just gotta take care. It's just a quick lick and it's done. Like two seconds. So, so not, we're not cool. cool. Though, but I'm just saying it's not cool. Let I want to hear from the uh the, the listeners as well. Yo, was this cool or not cool? There's gonna be somebody out there that says it's cool. We want to hear from from you all. <laughs> all right. So listen, this has been another week of the male's perspective. I think this is a great episode. We really got a got a chance to dig in. If you all can see, like we give you the real. Like we're very transparent. We're gonna give you the behind the scenes. Oh, now yeah. you ain't get it as raw, raw as I gave it to the guys right before we got on the podcast. <laughs> but you pretty much got the whole transparency part, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, Absolutely. Yo, we'll see y'all next week. This is the Mel's Perspective.
Let's go.